Hey, Bruce, can you can you hear me? I can. Excellent. How can are you? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. Yourself? Yeah, pretty good. It's good to see you again. On you know, it's great to see you on on our TV screens on on Channel Ten. But you're on my not, computer screen today while we do this. Not sick of me. Not sick of me yet. No, nah, no, never, never. <laughs> <laughs> so th- obviously, this is a follow up to our our Legends podcast that we did before you left. In that one, we obviously talked about your time here as director of football previously, and that was on the feed where we talked about your career. Uh, but today, I just wanted to go back to your career again, and let's talk about the different coaches that you played under. Um, you've essentially played under almost all of them, uh, starting with John Cosmina in the early days, yeah. which I think you came into the club as uh, an injury replacement, correct? Yes, that's right. Yeah. yeah. So talk us through that. Yeah, what was playing under well, Cosy coming into the environment then? So initially I came on trial, but um, the environment was good. It was a really good vibe um, for, for, for me anyway. Got along with everyone. Um, he was a, that was the aggro, Cosy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, you know, hard as nails type thing. But I think I was that last generation that might have picked up that hard edge. Um, oh, yeah. From our predecessors. It's a very different landscape now, um, for better or worse. But, uh, yeah, he was, a, he was a tough taskmaster. Very, well, not very different, but I'd say... Um, rather different to his second iteration which i was also a part of but um but it was good good grounding yeah well so while we're on that then what were the differences between that first and then his second stint uh i was i was more senior for his his second stint so that was um you get treated differently as you get a bit older and a bit more experience and stuff in the in, in the first place um, coming in as a young boy, you're just a bit of a rag doll, essentially, um, which is good. It's all part and parcel. Um, I would say more, not not more relaxed. I don't think relaxed is a, is is the right word. Less aggro. Less aggro. <laughs> Fair Less enough. Aggro. Yeah. yeah. Maybe more reflective. I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there was there was slight slight change. Yeah, okay. And, like, tactically speaking, training, uh, what was that like? I liked him because he tried to keep things simple. Hmm. So didn't try to overcomplicate things, simple instructions. Um, tactics were quite good, I thought. You know, the team was really successful under him in both iterations. Yeah. Um, you know, knew how to... Uh, get everyone in the boat, rowing in the same direction, want mm. a bit of phrase. Um, yeah, it was good. Mm. It was good. Right. Yeah, So it was real good. Is there anything that sticks out in your mind in particular or is it sort of going back to that, you know, so much has happened in your career that, you know, maybe you don't remember every minute detail, but, mm-hmm. you know, what sticks out? I don't remember every detail. I just like the way you try to keep things simple. Yeah, and yeah. you know what? In the first iteration, I liked that he, he, during his playing career, was a striker, so was able to give me individual sort of pointers. You know, because yep. he'd been there, done it, um, you know, knew all the tricks of the trade type thing. So, yeah. um, really helpful, really helpful for me. Yeah. Okay. So then, moving on from from Cosy to Vidi. Yeah. Um, yeah. How was what was that change like? Oh, pretty different. Um, 
Because what happens when that, like, because he was obviously an assistant. So then, That's is right. there a lot of, yeah, was, is there a lot of changes? Or I don't think there was massive changes. Game? I don't think there was massive changes. Um, we played more conservatively, some may argue. Um, but it was really good for me. Really supportive. Um, another attacking player that had a lot of pointers and actually took a lot of time out to, like, mm -hmm helped me as an individual um, mm -hmm. on the field, um, you know, stay back a little bit to make sure I'd finish this or, or that, um, you know, stayed back a bit to do finishing drills um, and the like. So Vidi was, was actually really good. Um, gave me and Nathan Burns a lot of his individual time, um, mm -hmm. massive on uh, – nutrition and diet and stuff okay he was huge on that um real emphasis on that which was obviously important and and i agree with it um but more of an emphasis on that than than most other coaches i i had i remember that okay did you notice a difference then in just in your body and your training from no, that diet? i always ate pretty good <laughs> anyway um yeah. but there were there were far well oh that's a bit of an exaggeration but there were fewer options right right <laughs> fair enough um at uh, at hotels for away games and and the like. Okay, how do, how do, like I've always been intrigued by that. How do the staff uh, enforce that and keep you guys from being able to, you know, just sneak off or grab whatever you want ah, to eat well, from the was, hotel lobby was, or whatever? Well, there was no Uber Eats back then. <laughs> That's true. Be a brave person to order room service or something and someone see it. Yeah. Um, Bit different now though. And it's self discipline. I think I don't think they need to be the policeman. Um, mm. I, think, I think people know and they're not doing it to punish you. They're doing it because it's going to improve your performance for the game the next day, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I know it was, I remember him being big on nutrition, but um, good coach. Yeah. Coach. So after, after Vidi, you obviously, you went overseas, but when you came back, uh, Rennie Cullen was the, the head coach. So tell us a bit about that era. That was turbulent, actually, by the time I got back. So very successful, I think, in his first year. Mm -hmm. um, and then I think uh, put a really good squad together. Dario, Vitasic, Caravella, um, host of other players, John McCain um, and, and others. Um, great squad on paper. Mm. Like you, you'd argue that we'd be challenging um, the whole year, um, didn't go to plan, um, but he wasn't a bad coach. I just don't think that, um, there was enough instruction, you know, that's interesting. Okay. Some of these foreign coaches, they come and they expect a level of all smarts maybe, mm. but I feel like in the A-League, it's hard to rely on the players to find the solutions. If you provide right. the solutions, the players are very good at carrying them out. Mm -hmm. But you really need to coach. You can't just manage. Right. right. You need to do the shape. You need to explain where every position needs to be at different um, in different scenarios, et cetera, et cetera. Coaches mm -hmm. that do that really well tend to do really well in the A-League. Um and I think with the squad that we had, you could argue um, definitely that 
we should have been able to find more solutions ourselves, experienced players, good players, um, and a lot of us. Um, but we couldn't, and then he didn't sort of find those solutions, you know, mm-hmm. moving players around, positions around. Um, then you got some people getting upset and, and what have you, and that was a real poor start to a mm. season, and, and, and he obviously didn't last the, 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 the season there. Um, phenomenal human. Okay. Um, really good guy. Um, but, yeah, it just didn't work. And then Cosy came back in and completely turned it around. Yeah. Right? So, um, and it's gone back to that simple way of playing and not overcomplicating it. Yeah. So right. you think, obviously, the players responded to that. But, you know, they've gone from, you know, however it was on under Rini to the simplistic nature that, that you were alluding to earlier. Um, so I, it's just interesting, like, you, you, uh, what you said about uh, Rini being a, a phenomenal human because I think now fans as well – I think all of us, we probably look back and don't separate how bad it ended from, you know, the guy as a person as well. So whatever politics or, you know, were going on in terms of players not being happy or being unselected or whatever, um, just talk a little bit about then Rini as the person because I don't think we've heard enough about that, to be honest. Yeah, really good guy, family man. Um you know, he was he was one of those, not just, you know, everyone says it, you know, doors always open, mm. come in, chat, whatever. Um, he lived and breathed that. So um, I was found him very approachable, very organised. Um, good guy. Yeah. Fair enough. Were you senior enough at the time then that you could talk to him about how things weren't going so well? Yeah, yeah, I think so, um, yeah. and I did, um, yeah, not by myself, but um, sometimes by myself, but but generally with, with a couple other um, players. Um, but you know, he also believed in his philosophy and his way of doing things, and you ha- you need to have that as a as a head coach, especially. So mm. I think it was extra difficult because they've come off such a successful season. They built a better squad mm-hmm. um, and having far less success. Very hard to put your finger on what was wrong as well. Mm. You know, um, plus I remember I played left wing for a period there, left <laughs> yep. attacker, you know, so like yeah. people were playing out of position and, and I don't know. I don't know what the mistake was or what some of the issues were, but, but definitely one of them was one of the best 11 players on the park they didn't all fit in yeah their best positions so he shuffled people around just to get the best 11 players on yeah, the field okay. all at the same time i think that was that became a bit problematic in terms of a lack of results right okay and then from from rini uh, obviously it was back to to Cosy, but then after that michael valcanis came in for a little while as a caretaker yeah so I think, and you would have played with him as a teammate yeah. in the early years. Yep. Yeah, he so, was good. Yeah, and Google he's obviously overseas and he's now. obviously doing really well. Um, um, he did really well at Melbourne City. Um, you know, also with the Greek national team. He's in Belgium now. Mm. Um, he was at P 
Pek Zwolle in Holland for a period as well. Um, really good coach. Really good coach. Didn't have enough time to actually even yeah. implement and or do anything. Um, Could you see but, then that he was going to be yeah, a good definitely. coach? Yeah, definitely, because he was there during the Giuseppe era as well. Yep. And that's where you could see that he had the – he picked up a lot from Giuseppe and then mm-hmm. just picked it up and, and ran with it and implemented things elsewhere. He's obviously got his own touch on it, mm. um, his own identity, but I think he learned a lot from, from Giuseppe and the ability to not only implement that in another club but all around the world. Yeah. You know, he's been successful for it. Yeah, he's, he's doing well. I, I, so I think it's a matter of time before he's a head coach somewhere. Oh, I agree, especially now with with Ange making waves as well. It's almost like that'll open you, doors for, ex- for exactly. other Aussies. Definitely. Exactly. Yeah, and you see that. You know, even just in trends of, oh, you know, Spain have won a World Cup. Okay, now we're going to sign every club is going to sign a Spanish player because they're the world's best. And you know what I mean? It's kind of that that trend. You get currency. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. To prove yourself and and just you know blazing a trail, I'd say. Mm. So from like that's a good segue uh, to Giuseppe. He came in, um, obviously won the FFA Cup and playing some exciting football. So yeah, talk to us about that era. Yeah, he was phenomenal. Changed the whole club. Yeah. Um, not just the style of play and you know the ethos and everything. He transformed the whole club. Um, and that was a fairly quickly pro- quick process. Yeah, it didn't feel quick for us. Oh, okay. <laughs> In the scheme of things, it actually was. Yeah. Um, it took us probably six months to bet it all down, including like Paris season and, and, and all the rest. But, um, yeah, he was good. He was great. Um, the style of play, so complicated, the movements, the passing patterns, everything. But... Always had a reason why we were doing something. Always explained why. Um, believed in everything he was doing. We followed it to a T. And when you start getting results, then that builds the belief. And, you know, um, he was really good at that. So, yeah, one, in, of, in, one of the best for sure. In that first six months, were there any times where you're like, oh, geez, I don't know if this is going to happen? Uh, I, I always felt like if this... If, if we get this right and if we do it well, um, you know, we we will we'll do really well out of this. Mm-hmm. And I, I can't remember how many games, like, the opposition coaches have come in and just be like, <laughs> like, honestly, guys, we may have won or other times where we'd beaten them. Mm-hmm. Um, regardless, they, you know, and this never had happened. Right. And they'd come in and be like, the way you guys play is phenomenal. Like, you know, we might have lost 3-2 or something, but they're like, we really enjoyed that game of football, you know, and what you guys are doing. They'd literally come into the change room post game. Wow. To commend the way we were playing. You know, and that started obviously with Ange, again, blazing a trail on how to play that really intricate, relatively complex style of possession-based attacking football. Um, but Giuseppe definitely transformed the, the whole of Adelaide United to to do it his way, which is a little bit different to, to Ange, but same philosophy and more enjoyable to play. Most enjoyment I've had playing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it was 
the best football the club ever played. So like you you could play at home, lose three two to one, and people would leave and be like, you know what? I'm actually not that angry. <laughs> yeah. Like we played yeah. well, we created chances, you know, we had the ball, it was exciting to watch. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm coming back next time. What 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 entertainment? We were entertaining. Yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. Like before you mentioned about Cosy being having that simplistic approach, Giuseppe sounds like he was a bit more intricate, but was there kind of like a I don't know, like a, a marriage of that where it was intricate but it was also easily understandable. And it sounds like he was very hands on as well. Yeah, it was hands on. Wasn't easily understandable at the start. Yeah, that's for sure. That's why it took six. Yeah, took true. Six, it did take time. Yeah. Um, but he was, you know, not. We're not kicking the ball long, for example. Yeah, if that's the best way to score. We may as well kick along from the first minute. Why are you going to start doing it in the 89th? Yeah, yeah, right. The best route to go is kicking a long ball into the box, and that's still from the kickoff. <laughs> well, wait till the last minute of the game to do it. Yeah. So, you know, it's very um, strong belief in in that, mm. in that philosophy and, and that filtered through to the players. Mm. And I okay. think the fans as well. Oh, definitely. Yeah, he's still regarded. I mean, even even now, um, okay, he didn't win the championship, but I still see comments on social that he was still the better coach. And if we don't win the championship anyway. Well, and that's right, yeah. Credit where it's due as well. That's 100% right. So then... So going from that to then a more, um, what were the differences? Were there many? Or... Um, there were a few. Um, again, more, a bit more pragmatic, mm-hmm. you know. So, yes, believed in the philosophy and, and, and all the rest, and that's good. But if you're at risk, don't, yep. don't think you have to play short. Like, just yep. clear the ball. Like, you can't make a mistake. It's fine. Mm. It's, you know, he's a big reason why we won the finals. Yeah. You know, is that is that the defensive or you know the defender in him, sort of don't coming know. out? Don't know, don't know, yeah. don't know. But we, we were a bit confused at the start. Okay. We were like, what do you mean? Kick it long? Because he was there with Giuseppe. <laughs> yeah. You so you, yeah, you've gone from this, don't kick it long but, to but, now. But he was more. We need to get the points. Yeah. Okay. He didn't mind a draw. Yeah, okay. Which was really interesting because he's like, we're in a competition with 10 teams. Mm. Yeah. A draw is actually not bad. <laughs> it, 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 it allows you to stay in touch with the team that you're playing against. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's almost worth two points. Yeah. Because you're not in a league. There's only five games a week. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You're one of them. The other teams, only one can win, one can lose. They might draw. Yeah. So if you draw, you know, uh, the, the worst case scenario is two teams either get closer to you or get further away from you. Yeah. Yeah. And then okay. there's a top six. That you, and there's a top you, six at 10. Yeah. So yeah. Like the draws actually were two points in Australia. <laughs> in Europe, if you draw a lot of games, it's no good because there's so many other teams' um, results happening Yeah. that – you know, draws aren't great, but here, when it's just the mathematics of it. Mm. That's, so that's, that's really interesting. And I, I think I remember you mentioning that. It might have been one of the WhatsApp chats or something like that, that mm. draws aren't a terrible thing. Yeah, you know, fans, they want to win every game. But it's like of now. Course, even, as do players. But Yeah, but, exactly. Every, but yeah, you're better off taking the win. draw in the AI league than going hell for leather for the win. Mm. 
and exposing himself at the back and losing. Yeah, yeah. Because you and do get the six-pointer games, but a draw's not 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 a bad result. Yeah, and we've seen a few draws this season as we <laughs> that we're currently in now for our for Carl Viet's side with stacking draws, uh, but we're not losing. So, so from there, um, obviously you were. Like winning the championship, we've spoken on that before. That was a that was a huge thing, and then from there you go back overseas. But you ended up retiring fairly early, mm. and I have asked you about this before. But refresh my memory. Like what went into into that decision then to decide? You know what? I'm done. It was like a uh, it wasn't a phase, but it was like a process. Maybe three four months. I reckon. Mm-hmm. Not enjoying it, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah, it was just one of those where. I just had other interests. I'm like, yeah. you know what? I've got other interests. I've done this long enough. It was pretty good. But I'd be at training and thinking, what am I doing here? Like, I'd rather be doing something else. Yeah. You win a game, you don't get too excited. You lose a game, you don't really care. I'm like, mm. no, I'm out. <laughs> yeah, fair <laughs> Which enough. Which was weird, right? Because I, yeah. I, I had I'd always thought I played to 34, 35. Yeah. Um, physically, I could have played. Everyone goes through phases where they're injured or they're not being selected or um, they're playing really poorly, you know, out of form. And you think, like, it's all too hard. And then, you know, the form comes back and you fall back in love with the game and all this sort of stuff. Um, Whereas this, I wasn't playing badly. I was playing all the time. Um, No major injury, but still had that thought. Yeah. And this, I thought it was a phase, but after several months, I thought, no, nah, I, I think I'm done kicking this ball around. Yeah. And I don't miss it. Never have. That was my main concern, that okay. I'm going to stop and then I'm going to miss playing and it's going to be impossible to get back into the fold. Mate, I haven't missed it. <laughs> Fair enough. I've missed it maybe on three occasions. Oh, yeah? Half an hour. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, well, that's it. I couldn't even get you to all. come out and play uh, for my team. Exactly. Yeah. But you weren't even old enough anything. anyway. Um, yeah, true. <laughs> I was just trying to sneak you in. But uh, was was there any thought to come back to Australia at all and give it a season? No, nah, because I finished on such a high. I finished winning the grand final here with Adelaide United at Adelaide Oval. Yeah, it's fair. Only one way to go from there. Yeah. So fair it was enough. good to leave and the party's still good. Yeah. Well, look, thank you for doing this. I'll let you go because I've taken up a lot of your time. But I, I don't think I've ever, even in your whole time here, I don't think I've ever sat down to just talk to you about this type of stuff either so thank you for making the time um Pleasure. Uh, hopefully everyone enjoyed listening to it and hope get to catch you soon but if not i'll see you on whatsapp and on my tv screen yeah <laughs> thanks dude. all right thanks mate appreciate it